Oh, hello, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. We are recording this in New York City. It is mid-March right now. This will come out late March, early April, something like that. Uh, judging by the way the news has gone this week, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say by the time you're listening to this, uh, we're watching the uh, confirmation hearings of Mary Jo Buttafuoco to the uh, Secretary of State, <laughs> and I hope they're going great. You're listening to International Waters. the country that thinks it invented the queue. Yeah, join the line, buddy. It's comedian and Comedy Central writer Tom Cowell. Hi, Tom Cowell. Hi, how are you, Dave? Good. It's great to be here. You know, by the time this drops, you might be a father. I hope I am a father. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. We've got our first baby arriving April twenty eighth. So oh, cross wow. your fingers for me. Very exciting. Oh, yeah. Cool. How do you feel? I feel already tired. Yeah. I'm minus two months a father. And I'm exhausted already. Uh (laughs) So it's going to be great. I'm really cut out for this. You're going to do fine. Thank you. Best of luck. Also playing for the UK, Michelle Deswart. Hello. Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. Okay, good. Yeah, thanks. All right. How are you? I'm good, actually. Yeah, I'm not. It's nice to be in the office and yeah. hanging out with everyone. Feeling you know, very official. Schmoozy, schmoozy, schmoozy. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a vagabond right now. You're living all over the world. Uh, I, 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 high end homeless, my friend. Mm-hmm. High end homeless. Mm-hmm. Not a vagabond. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I used. I think that's a word of honor. Are you, but you're kind of Airbnb hopping. I'm Airbnb hopping, and I've got nice luggage, and I walk with purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where to next? Um, I'm going back to LA and then I'll be back here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like go to new places and make it my own by like putting a sarong over a lamp. Oh, man. <laughs> Lighting an incense. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Getting getting like a lemongrass candle. Yes. Something like that. Yes. Uh-huh. Moroccan fig. I see mm-hmm. it. Uh, okay. You know what? Uh, Team UK, I'm going to need you to come up with a buzz in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Well, we've talked about this, haven't we? We have. We are Daily Mail. Yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you talk about the sidebar of shame. Uh, I know it well. It's my worst addiction. It's terrible. I'm so ashamed. Okay. It's my nectar. Uh But the rest of the paper is also absolute garbage. No, the whole thing's trash. (laughs) Yeah. Trash. Not good. But it like it gives you a hate high. Mm-hmm. Like if you hate something and they also agree yeah. that yeah. it's awful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's better than crack. <laughs> it is. It's good. It also makes you feel like wickedly insecure. I normally like read the sidebar of shame, get out my magnifying mirror and then squeeze all the blackheads on my nose. Oh, wow. <laughs> Me too, but ass. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. All right. Playing for the nation that is about to care far too much about another country's royal wedding from the Lost Culturistas podcast, Bowen Yang. Hello. Hi, Hi Bowen. How's it going? Good. Good. Good to see you guys in person. Yeah. Enjoy your show. This this feels like um this feels like a nice exchange of uh, you know two two queer podcasts. Yeah. Figureheads. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is Icons, this feels nice. Icons. Thank you. You said it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so happy to have you here. Me also too. from Las Culturistas, Matt Rogers. Hi, hey Matt there. Rogers. Hi. Good pronunciation. Thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. Thanks, I get There aren't hundreds of thousands of us out there. Yeah, that's true. We were just saying, I think Michelle was saying she like reached out at one point, like, 
something a while back, and it was probably a Matt Rogers that wasn't me on Instagram. And uh-huh. so, yeah, I was doing the most. I was all like, hey, do you remember that show we did where we really connected? I crushed it. No big deal. Maybe you could put me on again. And I saw he read it and didn't respond. And I was like, let me just check and see if it's, no, no. I've been following <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. I'm really on top of my DMs. For everyone listening, I'm very on top of my DMs. Okay. okay. Yes, yes. Great. Uh, Team US, what is your buzz in word? We've okay. talked about this. We were torn between bombshell, as in bombshell report, but I think we're going to go with fire. We're going to go with fire? Fire. In, um, because we feel that the country almost physically, like figuratively, it's on fire. People are getting fired. So we're excited to shout fire, fire. today. Fire. And if there's an actual fire in the room, we'll shout like everyone get out yeah. instead okay. of yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of fire. Because that would get confusing. That will get confusing. Yeah. And yeah. so just to simplify it, okay. everyone get out means there's a fire in the room. Fire, <laughs> fire means, means we're ready stay. to participate yeah. in the game. Okay, okay great. 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 I'm with you. Great. All right. Fire versus Daily Mail. <laughs> Let's get it moving. Perfect. <laughs> We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? Uh, you will be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, uh, imagine being able to watch Black Panther without having at least one orgasm. Uh, buzz in with your buzz in. Where, <laughs> it's rare that everyone has the exact same reaction, but yeah. everyone said, ooh. Ooh. I did. All right, buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one in Black Rearview Mirror News. While driverless cars are drumming up controversy on web forums and in legislation, they are facing a threat from another source as well in a survey of reported accidents involving driverless cars. What was a surprising cause of damage to the vehicles? Fire? U.S. Birds? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Hawks swooping down and Hawks, taking them up in there. Absolutely. Their... Yeah. No. Daily Mail. <laughs> yes. Is it people getting in the way to take a selfie with the car? <laughs> No, but you're warm. Ooh. Mm. Daily Mail. Yes. Is it people thinking it's their Uber? No. <laughs> mm. Fire. Is yeah. it simply texting whilst driving? No. <sighs> no. This is the use of wilds. No, it's just angry humans. Oh. Yeah. Out of the six incidents uh, reported in California for self-driving cars this year, two of them. <laughs> self-driving cars. Self-driving cars. <laughs> no one to text in the car got it clear got it thanks (laughs) two of them involved individuals going out of their way to attack the car including a shouting man in san francisco who ran across the street against the do not walk signal and struck a self-driving car's bumper and hatch damaging its taillight it's a thing maybe of like someone seeing a car driving itself and thinking that car is demonically possessed we have to get it yeah we have to kick it. like defeat that car maybe like damaging one of the headlights is like um i've blinded it (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's defenseless now. Demon car is uh, yeah. with like weathered. Yeah. But no one, no one felt that passionately about um, like self-service checkouts, which has ruined everybody's lives and yeah. made everyone extremely stressed out. Oh. And like the amount of times I'd just like to smash up one of them things. Yeah. I By mean, way, we could start a movement. Uh, we handle self-rule exactly as well as we handle self-checkout. Have you like <laughs> have you ever been behind somebody and it's just it, like nobody knows what to do? How are we expected to like choose leaders? Wow. I understand how we're in mm-hmm. the position that we're in when I watch somebody try to buy a loaf of bread at oh, yeah. and just and like just show it to the camera. Like it's a, it's not there's <laughs> oh nobody watching God. who's mm-hmm. gonna say that's a loaf of bread. There's a fucking barcode. <laughs> you have to swipe the thing. Self rule is self checkout writ large. It is. Yeah, it is. Wow. Wow. We're bad at it. We're, we're bad. We I need vote. elites. Have any of you ever faced off against one of your future machine overlords? Give us your most frustrating or hilarious or frustrating hilarious story. 
of a time you did battle with technology. There's points involved. Well, I'm filling out my Edinburgh application at the moment, and that oh. feels like doing battle with technology. Why? Because it is just, well, I don't want to trash it, yeah. actually, cause, but it's just, it's just really hard work. And I, I will say that like, I was just in Mexico for three weeks and they don't have, any, like everything is, there's no sensors when you wash your hands. There's no like special sensor when you take a crap. Like you, mm. just, you just flush it and you just push it and get soap out and then you just turn a tap on and get water. And it was just very calming. <laughs> that's very sweet. It was, it was calming. But that's not what you are. So carry on. Well. But I might give you a point anyway, just because you made me feel secure. Thank you. Thank Mine's toilet-related, too, I guess, because you know those automatic flushing toilets? Yeah. I always say, like, no, thank you. I'd rather do this myself. And then I didn't know that there was a button that you could press and uh-huh. has be- always been a button yeah. that mm. you can press. I just thought, oh, it's an automatic toilet. I'm shit out of luck here. And, like, some t- I don't know. like Because I'm, like, a floater above the toilet when I have to take a mm. shit. Like, I won't put my ass on the seat. Hold on. When you take a crap, you hover. Yeah. Wow. You levitate. I levitate. Exactly. Uh-huh. I use my magic then. That's gorgeous. Um, but, but the thing is, I think sometimes the toilet bowl doesn't respond to people like me who mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. And also, I was convinced my computer didn't make PDFs for <laughs> two years. I then realized because it was that riddled, I'm a full idiot. It was riddled with porn viruses. It's not true. <laughs> that, no, that's literally, I've been on that computer. I had been on that computer. That was, that was what was going on. It was probably riddled with porn viruses, but I know that it was just me being an idiot that I didn't see the PDF button. Uh, so two different things. Uh, Too much porn and also being stupid. Like, PDF, is that a thing in porn? <laughs> is that a porn acronym? Public display of fucking. Actually, That's good. you've just reminded me that I'd, after watching a bunch of porn, that, that Mac virus thing popped yes. up on my computer, yeah. and I'm so Scary. basic, I put my phone number in. Oh, he called me no. back. And was just like, what have you been doing? And I was just like, I've been looking at porn. (laughs) And then then he was like, we're going to have to get access to your computer. I gave him access to my computer. Yeah, he was digging around. I was going, thank you so much for helping me. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so relieved, finally. And then he went, it's going to cost you $250. And I was like, how do you live with yourself? Turn off my computer. The next day, turn it back on. Got another thing. And I thought this was the real, real one. And did the whole process. Again. I know, and then I had to get my whole computer wiped, and now I'm scared to watch porn. No, don't be afraid. No, don't That's let how them they ruin win. porn for you. Don't, don't let them do porn that. Porn is not the enemy. Yeah, it's not right. In uh, this case, uh, my my incident ha- has to do with a recent trip Matt and I took to Orlando. Mm-hmm. We Orlando, took Florida. Orlando, Florida. We took the Frozen Ever After flume ride. Great, and I believe it got Lovely. stuck for like about ten to fifteen minutes, and we were like in a certain state. Of mine. Oh yeah, we were very high, and it just re- it really freaked me out. It was either Frozen or it was Pirates of the Caribbean. Like we were stuck on that fucking thing, and we were high, and really? it was like a high stakes scene. It was a oh. high stakes you know scene. I mean? It's like one of those flames Disney were on fire. But the buildings were on fire. Flames were on fire. Yes. Buildings were on fire. <laughs> it was Pirates of the Caribbean. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. We were stuck. We were stuck on pirates, and yeah. you know, there's a lot of you know <laughs> very troubling imagery in pirates, and it's when you're in a certain state of mind, it can be very alarming. An imagineer like had to go like refill his Nalgene. Did it feel like you were stuck in Johnny Depp's career? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that's like the biggest thing he's what got going mean? on right now is being an audio animatronic every day for millions of happy guests. So they redid it to reflect the movies? They yes, did. They, they put did. him in. Oh, he's the worst. Can he's, I tell you something about technology that happened to me this week? Sure. Yeah. So I just downloaded this app because I'm worried I'm using my phone too much. So I yeah. downloaded this app that would uh, every day email me the number of minutes I spent staring at my phone oh, in that no. day. Wow. You don't want to know and that. And it would email you an average for the week. Oh, no. First oh, week, no. the average is three and a half hours a day. My <gasps> eyeballs are locked on my phone screen. Oh, boy. So I was like, I have to make a change. Wow. And I deleted the app. Yeah, <laughs> it's very smart. <laughs> Very smart. Three and a half feels low. I know. I was going to say, what's scary wow. about that is knowing that ours is definitely at least double. Yeah. Damn it. So Damn points it. all around for that one. Good. Oh, You're all even. Yay. Why not? Bombshell. This is fun. Bombshell. Bomb? I mean, fire. Fire. Bombshell or fire. Uh, all right. Question number two. Belgian niche interest hotel room news. If you love anatomy as much as you love wine, then so long as that's a lot, Dutch artist... Yup Van something uh, has built you the perfect place. His hotel is now open for wine tastings. It'll soon be available for room bookings. Uh, he's built it as a huge replica of a certain part of the human anatomy. The question is, I'm pegging my hopes on you getting this. Which part? Daily Mail. Yeah. Vagina. No. What? But you're in the neighborhood. Ah. Fire. Yeah. Nipple. No. Okay. Oh, that's you're a good further one. from the neighborhood. Mm. Okay. Fi- a fire. Yeah. A turgid spleen. No. Okay. Warmer. <laughs> Daily Mail. Yeah. Penis. Wow. You all danced around the anus. Because ah. ah. no one wanted to go there. Nobody Ooh. wanted to go there. Uh, the place uh, is named. Could, three out of five do. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Place is named the Casa. That was that was expert. Uh, the place is named the Casanus Hotel, meaning you can finally curl up inside an anus and get some rest, like you've been itching to do. No ifs, some buts, and uh, with wine available, you'll be able to get sufficiently lubricated to get in and out. I'm very sorry about everything that I just said. Some banker, some banker who gives out small business loans had to hear this pitch. I want to make an anus hotel. I was like, sold. Yeah. Where do I wire the money? The Dutch banker with the most specific fetish (laughs) in the world. Uh, At the end of that round, the scores are two apiece. Now it's time for a round we're calling hashtag bum note buildings. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. A big thumbs up to the anus hotel. Uh, We are going to ask you to come up with some other astonishing buildings. Oh my God, I'm going to murder both of the writers of this show. (laughs) Like a a town hall, a sphinx terraced house. Uh, condominium. <gasps> uh, we are really scraping the bottoms of the barrel oh here. God. You guys go to town. Ooh, baby, baby. I love me a Catholic cathedral with flying buttresses. <laughs> sure. Good. Why not? Why not? Uh, I'm, I'm headed down to the Derry Airport. Yeah. Wow. To take a trip somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Mm, I was going to go to Buttingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> I, Love it. I know we just talked about a hotel, but mine is going to compete with that one. It's Booty Hotel. <laughs> and this is, this is more, and you have to say it like Miss Tiffany Haddish and Girls Trip yeah. popularized um, making Booty Ho a funny thing to say. Um, and I agree. And mine would be less about aesthetic and more about the smell. Dave, it would absolutely reek of asshole. Mm. And uh, <laughs> you can go there and you're going to get what you paid for. You're a born salesman. Matt Rogers, I'm halfway interested. <laughs> That's in why I'm right here. Now. I love it. Anyone else? If my <laughs> unborn daughter ever needs braces, I will take her to the orthodontist. 
that office. That's all I got. That's it was a stretch. <laughs> Orthodontodon test yes. is really good. I it's I, it's pretty solid. Yeah, I will donate my points to Tom. <laughs> no, don't do that. The fair is you didn't get any, so that's not going to work. I'm afraid. Uh, at the end of that round, uh, the UK's got five. The US has four. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Are you tired of trying to keep up with the news cycle? Is bad stuff happening too fast for you to process? Don't you wish there was an easy way to find out about only the most important info you need? Hi, we're Lisa. And Emily. (laughs) Why don't you try our podcast, Baby Geniuses? On each episode of our podcast, we discuss a weird Wikipedia page such as Flatulence Humor, Clamato, Catalan Witches, Slippy the Microsoft Office Helper, Death During Consensual Sex, and The Talking Mongoose. We ask each other stupid questions. Uh, if you <laughs> if you got a packet with like 300 seeds in it, what kind of plant would you choose the seeds to be? <laughs> <laughs> that felt like you were assigned to ask me a question and there were certain words you weren't allowed to use. We talk about Martha Stewart, her pony, and other celebrity horse news. Ben Chunch. Every other week on Maximum Fun. Baby Geniuses. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us, playing for the USA, Bo and Yang, Matt Rogers. Playing for the United Kingdom, Tom Cowell and Michelle DeSwart. Yes? Yes. I'm like, I'm so insecure <laughs> about how I'm pronouncing it. Dude, I don't care. If, okay. if, 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 you, if you said DeSwarte, I'd be like, thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. you're making me sound well-cultured. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I always love being told thank you. Uh, Our next round is called Freelance Fun Times. It is April. That means it is tax season. Our UK listeners are probably still recovering from their new Tax Year's Eve celebration. Uh, Popping bubbly, linking arms with their accountants, singing the old Lang Syne tax edition, watching Jules Holland's end of the tax year hootenanny on the BBC. So what can we here in the States do to celebrate? But all we usually do is sit hoping for the great pumpkin to release his tax returns. Uh, This brand new round, Mm. that's what. I'm going to ask each contestant to imagine they have a particular freelance profession, like a freelance copywriter, a freelance supply teacher, whatever. Then I'm going to give you some purchases that you have claimed as legitimate work expenses. You have to tell me why they were essential to your job. Okay? Okay. Y'all clear? Yep. Great. Bo and Yang, we're going to start with you. Your job is freelance painter and decorator. Oh my God, okay. Do whatever you have to do to, to get to get yourself centered yep. in that character. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. You feeling good? Yep. Great. Now I need you to explain why these purchases were legitimate work expenses. Okay, a trip to Disneyland. Okay, so um, the reason I listed this was because my medium is acrylics on ginger jars. <laughs> and so what better place to go explore that than the Q experience at Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. Oh, you wouldn't believe the production that goes into just the chipped paint on the walls, the cobwebs. How do they keep them there? Like I had to go study what the experts do, and that's and and that's why it was essential to my work. Okay, uh, a Jaguar, the car. <laughs> I I had the Jaguar, the Jaguar. I tried to expense it to my firm. Uh-huh. They said no, Bowen. You can't. You we're not going to pay for the Jag. 
I said, fine, but um, I have to go decorate Ellen Pompeo's villa. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she won't, she's in a gated community. And like, they're, they're just the guards were like, who the, who the hell are you? I said, I'm Ellen's decorator. Please let me in. They go, no, come back in a better car and not this 1994 Tercel piece of shit. Yeah. So went to go buy this Jaguar, tried to expense it to you guys. You guys said no. So I'm putting it, I'm writing it off. Okay. Yeah. That that actually sounds quite okay. logical to me. Great. Uh, a jaguar, the animal. Okay. So the jaguar, <laughs> the animal. The, again, Ellen Pompeo. <laughs> Ellen Pompeo has a little mini zoo for her beautiful multi-ethnic children. And I said, Ellen, this one's a gift. Take this one. And she said, Thank you. I'll I'll give you I'll give the camera a little look on the next step. And that's for you, Bowen. And okay. so, yeah, that's the Jaguar. So business gifts. Business gifts, which, you know, I can write off. Okay. I buy it. Thank you. I buy them all. Thank Thanks. you, Bowen. Thank you. <laughs> now over to you, Tom, for Team UK. Okay. Your freelance profession, I, by the way, I learned so much about Ellen Pompeo in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Good. I really did. In fact, I learned the first three things I have ever learned about her. Which is that oh, she lived the... in a gated community yeah. in, a, with a, in a villa. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Tom, uh, for Team UK, your freelance profession is finance journalist. Great. So have have you found him? I found my guy. Am I talking to him now? Uh Uh-huh. Great. (laughs) Tell me why you are spending tons of cash on the following and why that was essential to your job. First, a working brewery. I purchased a working brewery because it just ends up cheaper that way to... Just it makes financial sense. Just to do my job, I need yeah. to be like catatonically drunk uh-huh. because it's so dull. <gasps> so I just bought my own brewery uh, so I can you know continue to make up facts, but in a more economical way. Okay, wow. interesting. Okay, all right. I'm gonna, uh, I will take that into consideration. Uh, huge <laughs> quantities of adult diapers. Why, why did why did you need to make that? Purchase? Um, well, I refer you to my previous answer. Mm-hmm. I'm such a degenerate alcoholic that I've lost all elasticity in my anus. Oh, that's uh, a problem. So. It, anything just goes right through me. The, what gotcha. little I eat, uh-huh. I, I usually subsist on Twizzlers and snails. You know, uh-huh. those are the only things that my wow. degenerate Twizzlers, stomach can... snails, and homemade beer. Obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I just I just wear kind of a couple of dozen at a time, just a, a, sure. those adult diapers, because no, otherwise, think... you know, they say they're leak-proof, but come on. I mean, how do you know, really? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, there's a couple of brown streaks okay. down the thigh okay. every now you and then. You know what? I'm going I'm to wrap this one yeah, up. Yeah, okay, good. Oh, uh, no. A, uh, a yacht... Well, that was purely just made commuting sense. For tax reasons, I live in Monaco, and it's a rough, it's a rough commute. Three airports to my day job in St. Louis Obispo. <laughs> so uh, the yacht's the only way to go, you know. Sure. And uh, you know, thank God the the the, the tax man understands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mostly do. Good, I mostly good, do. Good, good, good. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see if they take it. Yeah, sure, you get a point for that one. Okay, we're going back to Team USA now. You are now a self-employed driving instructor. Got it. Okay, take a moment. Do your character work. I'm uh, there. Okay, I'm there. you there? Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, why did you splash the cash and claim tax back on the following things? A, bicycle. Well, um, my way that I teach uh, kids how to drive. <laughs> you teach kids yeah, how to kids, drive. You know, uh, you know, in different states, and I am I am able to teach in all different states, and the, the age is in a little bit different. different so I just, instead of saying an age, I just say the kids. Okay. Um, is I want to show them the reality of an accident 
And um, so what I'll do is I'll have one of the kids like hop on a bike and um, I'll have one of the other kids get behind the wheel of a car and sure. we'll <laughs> stage an accident so that they can early in their driving career understand the stakes of that situation so that they know what to do when they get into an accident and they uh -huh. hit a pedestrian on a bike later a so that that's not a real <laughs> that's not a real situation later i just want them to get a real grasp on um uh danger tragedy and um accidents very early in their career okay. i understand by the career it. yeah early in career the career as a driver yeah, as a child driver mm -hmm. okay i want them all to make money doing it no i think that's a, i think that's a really interesting it's a bold otherwise choice. why are we driving if we're not making cash money wow <laughs> uh candy crush in-app purchases why did you need those oh because um so when you're actually driving uh w next to a student um who's behind the wheel oftentimes there'll be more kids in the back seat of the car mm. um i'll usually take several kids out at once when, when we're all driving and we take turns, so I don't want them, you know, <laughs> fucking around in the back seat. So I said, here, play Candy Crush. I know that's what you guys like. Sure. Sweet. Um, just keep your goddamn <laughs> mouth shut. Play uh -huh. Candy Crush while uh, TJ here is uh, hitting this kid on the bike. <laughs> how, how many kids are we talking about in the back seat? Oh, it really it depends on how big the kids are, Dave. You know, if we yeah. can fit a bunch in there, I'd just rather have that because I'm making 80 bucks a head on each of them for okay. a session. So, okay. if so I could, you, uh, it's a volume business for it's you. A real, it's very much so. Yeah, absolutely. I want, and I do want them to know what it's like to be in a very tight situation as cars get smaller as technology gets you know okay because you know cars are getting smaller on the road that makes a lot of sense to me uh finally um you, you're claiming this movie ticket for Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Why? Why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, that was actually a gift um, to my kids. Um, I said, you know, on the last day of, of my teachings, your teachings, you're gonna, you're all gonna drive to part of the way to the uh, movie theater, uh -huh. and the real nice movie theater in town is actually on the other side of Long Island. I teach on Long Island. Uh-huh. In, um, in a most bunch of states. Of, in most, in, <laughs> I teach on the Long Island in many states. Every state has right. their own Long Island. Right, of course. It's so, you know, off Michigan, it. there's a long, like, sort of island. Yeah. Wow. The Sometimes yeah. it's a state of mind, the Long Island. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of like Margaritaville in that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and so each kid would take a turn driving us to and fro the movie theater. Uh -huh. And so that, because I thought it was special for the kids, it was something we were all doing together, and it was part of the curriculum, I did write that off. Because okay. it was part of class. Okay. I mean, honestly, the the, the passion in your eyes yeah. has me sold. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I'm I'll very happy it. that I have at least that. <laughs> because those answers it. were only okay. <laughs> <laughs> Point to you. Okay. Point to you. Um, all right. Finally, for the UK, Michelle. Mm-hmm. I need you to imagine that you are a freelance taxidermist. Wow. Settle into that role. Mate, yeah, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. in. I believe you. Give it to me. I believe you. All right, tell me why it's okay. You told the tax man that these things were work expenses. A whole lot of sea monkeys. When you're doing taxidermy, it is yeah. a very long process, okay? It doesn't feel very nice to be skinning an animal. Right. You kind of want to keep in mind that, you know, there's living things happening all the time. So even though you're, <laughs> you're, you're taking away, I say taking away, actually giving life back to the dead, uh, right? You in also, a sense, yeah. You also have just this, you know, your little sea monkeys in glass. You know, they're never going to die. 
They never die, right? They never die. They're never going to die. They're, they're the world's most eternal animal. Exactly. So, so you need that. Like this life, is a serenity expense. Exactly. Okay. It is the water feature. Like if you had a spa, you'd have a water feature. I'm a taxidermist. I need my sea monkeys. Okay, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'll give you that. Uh, a whole lot of cheese. Because I am a taxidermist. Obviously, I'm a vegetarian. Oh. And as I was saying, it's, it's just quite depressing work, working um, with the dead. And uh, what I like to do is hug myself from the arteries inside out with the cheese. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just to. An inner hug. Right. Some people go to therapy. Yeah. Average therapy session is like $200 per session. And um, I average at about, um, you know, two blocks of cheese a day. Um, which makes me feel amazing, great, wanted and okay. nice and keeps my skin nice and moisturized and greasy. And um, uh, that's why I absolutely think it's, okay. a, it's a therapy right So uh, another, <laughs> another serenity expense. Yes. Okay. 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 Uh, your wedding. Why, why did you, why are you expensing your, your wedding? It's a sham wedding. Oh. And <laughs> um, I need a green card. Look, I'm sandwiched in between Brexit and Trump. Okay, uh-huh. just cut me some slack and just let, it wasn't even a proper wedding. We just went, we did it in a day, we banged it out. Uh-huh. We didn't even, we went and banged it out. About $200 <laughs> the wedding costs. Now, normally when people get married, you have to buy a present, you have to buy a present, you have to buy a present, and you all have to give up a few days of work, okay, which strains the economy. Yeah. All right? Wow. Yeah. I basically lubricated the economy mm. by, by, by paying for it myself, two hundred dollars. Uh-huh. I haven't had to strain anyone. No one's had to take a day off work. You're welcome. Okay. Mm. okay. Yet another sort of serenity expense. You have a lot of serenity expenses. I'm as trying a to be serene. <laughs> Taxidermist. Okay. Fair enough. You know what? Yeah. Right. Point to you. Point to you also. At the end That's of that round, the scores are Tom Cowell and Michelle Desmonte. See, I did it. Thanks. Did you see the taxidermist on The Bachelor, the contestant who was a taxidermist? She made it to the final three. No. <laughs> this season? Yeah, her name was I Kendall. Was in and out. Oh. No way. Yeah. She made it to the final three and was they... like and was like one of the ones that Bachelor Nation like really liked. Are you for <laughs> real? Yeah. And she was a taxidermist. And like of course, like the last like thing is like he t- he, he goes to other hometowns and like they walk into like her taxidermy barn and it's oh, all these no. animals and taxidermy and the music is like that wonky like dom dom. <laughs> When they really want a contestant to look dumb. But uh, everyone was like, we love Kendall. She was referred to as quirky a lot on the show. I'm like, okay, that's a word. She'll be in uh, in paradise this summer. Without she question. Is, I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I want to go to paradise so Me too. It looks so fun. So bad. All right. The UK's got eight. The US has seven. Wow. It's very close. I don't know. Guys. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Because we're recording this episode in New York City. This is very exciting. This is our first road. No, it's not our first road show, but whatever. Uh, in the spirit of international competition that this show fosters, we are pitting the most iconic city in the U.S. against the most iconic city in the U.K., London. Of course, the one here is New York, where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next round is what we're calling the greatest city in the world Yes, it is the uh, the city that never sleeps against the city that sleeps regularly, gets in at least eight hours a night and normally nods off earlier than you might expect. <laughs> uh, you'll be given a series of quotes from literature, film, television, oh uh, music, wherever else our writers frantically Googled over the last few days. <laughs> Each quote will contain the name of one of the two cities, New York or London. I will read a quote. I will omit the city's name. You have to tell us if the quote refers to New York City 
or to London Town. For example, you might hear blank, blank, the city so nice they named it twice. Happy New York. Or the classic uh, Clash lyrics, blank, calling to the faraway towns. That would be London. Uh, We have added a random American or British phrase to the end of each quote just to put you off the scent. Oh. Yeah. This is going to be tough. We've never done this before. <laughs> this is insane. It's, yeah. yeah, it really is. And it's and it's only just beginning. Use your buzz in words if you, uh, if you think you know the name of whoever gave us the quote or the city. Wait oh, a minute. So Hold you have on. to say the name of the person? Oh, okay. let me say it again. Use the buzz in words if you know the answer, and you get bonus points if you know the name of whoever gave us the quote. Oh, great. Okay. 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 So city, and then bonus points if you know who did the thing. Yes. Got it. Okay. Question number one. The true blanker... Secretly believes that people living anywhere else have to be, in some sense, kidding. Y'all. Fire. Yes. Um, US. New York. And yes. I believe it's... Oh, God. It's either... I think it's Joan Didion? No. Oh. John Updike. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Fuck. When a man is tired of blank, he is tired of life. Daily Mail. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> yeah. That's London. Uh-huh. And that's said, said by Samuel Pepys. Uh, I, well, I have Samuel Johnson. Oh. Sounds like not a point. That it's sounds like not a point. It's not his brother. Yeah. <gasps> Peeps. Like not a point. Samuel Peeps. a point for that? He's a diarist. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm you got the, you got the city, city, right? Point, just not the yeah, one bonus point. Just not the bonus point. Okay. Next one. I don't know what blank is coming to. The higher the buildings, the lower the morals. USA. USA. <laughs> Fire. Yeah. New York. No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Daily Mail. <laughs> this is a rough one, but maybe London. It is London. I can't really give you that because there are only two choices. But if you, if you think you know the uh, the person who said it, higher the buildings, the lower the morals. Ooh, it's not Churchill, is it? No, no account. Ah, all right. Next one. I look out the window and I see the lights and the skyline and the people on the street rushing around looking for action, love, and the world's greatest chocolate chip cookie. And my heart does a little dance. Yippee ki yay, motherfuckers! Daily Mail. Yeah, New York. Yes. You know who said it? Yeah. Um, Ivanka Trump. No. <laughs> Very close. Nora Ephron from Heartburn. Oh, oh cute. Yeah. cute. I don't know cute. any of these people. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, <laughs> all right. There is something in the blank air that makes sleep useless. Fire. What's all this then? So I got I to gotta do my dumb little things. London. Yeah. No. <laughs> New York. Simone de Beauvoir. Wow. Book America so just day. so you know, there's no uh, strategy where it's New York, London, New York, London. I was testing that out. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, it's not that. No, guys. it is great, great. utter it's chaos. Not, it's, not that. it's complete chaos. Chaos. <laughs> there's a hole in the world like a great black pit, and the vermin of the world inhabit Fire, it. fire, yeah. fire. This is London and it's Sweeney Todd. Yes! Yeah! It's a good yeah. You did good. <laughs> Uh, okay, a, a person who is tired of blank is not necessarily tired of life. It might just be that he can't find a parking space. Can I have extra ranch dressing? Daily Mail, London. Yes, who said it? Uh, uh, it's Douglas Adams? No, no. no. It's uh, Paul Thoreau. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Paul Thoreau? Th- Thoreau? Whatever. We don't, need, we don't have ranch dressing. Who's asking no, for No, see, ranch that's dr- the thing. We add a, oh, a uh, something from... Throws yeah. you off. Michelle... All right. <laughs> they say this city is dirty and gray, but I think it's pretty on a summer's day and on rainy nights when the streets sm- when the streets smudge the lights. It's beautiful, you know, but have you seen it in the snow? Pip pip cheerio. Daily Mail. Yeah. Amy Winehouse, London. No. Nope. Okay, I just wanted to be in front. Okay, uh, that's cool. Fire, New York. 
Uh, can't give you that because they're only <laughs> Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stephen Merritt of the Magnetic Fields. <laughs> oh my God. From uh, the song Zero One. Have you seen it in the snow? Uh, blank is a sucked orange. Yeehaw. What did, well, first of all, what does that even mean? Okay. Well, I, I mean, I didn't <laughs> fucking write it. Okay. I, I, I just wanted to I get to the bottom. There are two choices. Fire. Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> New York. Incorrect. In New York. Is correct. <laughs> Do you have any idea who said it? Um, Joan. Joan Didion, honey. Uh-uh. Ralph Waldo Emerson, honey. Uh, My second choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> was Ms. <Ms>. Ralph. <laughs> so the, the man who can dominate a blank dinner table can dominate the world. Something something tea kettle. <laughs> Daily Mail. Yeah. London. London is correct. Who said it? Uh, one of the Teletubbies. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No. Oscar Wilde. Very close. Yeah. <laughs> Same um, he, was, he was understudying. Yeah. Blank now leads the world's great cities in the number of people around whom you shouldn't make a sudden move. I'll take the meal deal, mate. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Daily Mail. Yeah. New York. New York is correct. Who said it? Mary. Mary Berry. Uh, Steenburgen. Jay Blige? Steenburgen. <laughs> Jerry Steenburgen. <laughs> the great the electrist. Mary Steenburgen. No, David Letterman. Huh. Oh. You guys, by the way, are tied at 12 points apiece. Okay, honey. It's anybody's game. I oh, my God. God. I love a good oh, wow. time. Thank you, Tom. I yeah. really feel like that was, oh, yeah. It's Hell a dead heat. Well, come it's on. a dead it's heat. A dead you guys, you're, you're both bringing it. You're bringing it. You're bringing the shit out of it. <laughs> Don't thank him for losing your lead. No. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with our final round after this. It's been a long time coming, but John Roderick finally has a podcast on the MaximumFun.org network. <sighs> the long wait is over. Max Fun Friends, I teamed up with these two unlikely nerds and their dumb Star Trek podcast. (laughs) And we talk about uh, war movies, not just in a laudatory and salivating way, but we apply critical thinking principles to uh, the multiple, multiple subtexts that are woven in every war movie. And Sylvester Stallone specifically. (laughs) It is not that. It is not that at all. So go grab Friendly Fire every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried crazy hard. The air air is is thick with with anger, Mm -hmm. with tension. Mm. Uh, with a competitive spirit. Yes. But I want you to know it's all been as useless as being well-informed in the current political climate because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. Oh! So this could be decisive. This really could. This round is a favorite of ours. We call it first world problems, okay? When the privileged masses of the world get brought down by the minor inconveniences of life, they uh, often take to social media to vent their frustrations. Uh, And they often use the hashtag first world problems. That's where you come in. In this round, our writers have dug through the Twitter trenches and found some of the worst first world problem tweets. We are tasking you with giving advice to the folks tweeting them out. Whichever team gives out the best advice wins the million points and the title of greatest city on earth. Keeping with the spirit of the previous round, today's collection of tweets come from a search of accounts in New York City or London tweeting in the last week. 
Wow. Okay. okay. Perfect. Okay. So here is what we're going to do. Um, well, it's a tie. I'm going to start with Team UK. Um, I'm going to put two minutes on the clock. Okay. So I bought Rude Health Almond Milk last week when it was on offer at a cheaper price. And why is it so nice and the creamiest out of all almond milks I've tried, but also so expensive normally? Anguished emoji. Hashtag first world problems. Solve it. Get a better job and make more money, loser? I guess. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I guess. Michelle, do you have any? Stop being precious and just drink normal milk, you little bitch. How about mm-hmm. it? How about it? Accidentally super liking someone on Tinder. Hashtag first world problems. Fuck your way out. Yeah, yeah. man. Just sleep with them anyway. Mm-hmm. That's a charity fuck. Mm-hmm. It's all good. You're going to heaven. It's great. God, thank God for those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when all you want is a peach iced tea and Wagamama's is closed, mate, this is worse than KFC running out of chicken. Oh. True stories, though. Yeah. True stories. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Go on, what do you think? Yeah, just uh, start your own noodle firm. Mm. Noodle firm? Yeah, that, it's Wagamama's, the noodle company. Just start your own. Sure. Uh, start small. Couple of locations, uh-huh. maybe franchise out. Uh huh. Mm. That's the whole solution. A worldwide noodle farm uh-huh. is is born. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, really need to fake tan for tomorrow, but really can't be bothered to get out of bed. B E T. Hashtag first world problems. Huh. Uh, don't let that stop you. You can absolutely still self tan while you're lying in bed from Clarins. Very nice sheets. They're going to end up brown anyway. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Just lie there and just. And just do it, man. Just baste yourself. Yeah, and then and then wrap yourself up like a like a like like you're marinating a chicken. And then get like a brown pen. Uh huh. And just all over. Mm. Okay. You know that's a tanning solution yeah. for you. Yeah. Highlight yourself. No. Highlight yeah. yourself brown. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. I have to charge my tooth- toothbrush before I leave for Barcelona. Nothing worse than getting to your destination and realizing your toothbrush is out of power. Hashtag first world well, problems. Well, little missy, um, stop masturbating with it. Yes. And then it'll retain charge <laughs> longer. Yeah. 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 Fair. You got that in just under the wire. All right. Wow. Solid bravo, points. Bravo. Okay. Solid points. I think you have given these people some much needed perspective. Great. And some terrific ideas. Yeah. Uh, all right. Team US. Two we're ready. We're going to slay this. Well, yeah, you ready? Yeah. 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 We're going okay. to tell it to them straight. Okay, here we go. DJ has mixed Wonderwall with Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It's confusing as fuck. Each time you get into it, the song changes. Hashtag fuming. Hashtag first world problems. You got to go up to the DJ and just tell him it's happening and tell him you don't like it. You have to really take this into your own hands and go up to the DJ. And this is actually going to set up a really good relationship with you and the DJ, (laughs) which is going to be beneficial all evening long. So I say just attack it head on socially. Absolutely. Or just appreciate the fact that this DJ is artful enough to mash up two different teen boy bands from different eras. Yeah. And also, guess what? It makes Boulevard of Broken Dreams fucking tolerable. Elevated. Okay. At Amazon Fresh. Please say you are out of stock if you just have green bananas. I roll. Hashtag first world problems. Okay, the green bananas. seriously, <laughs> hashtag NYC. Okay, the green bananas are just going to ripen up to regular old bananas anyway, okay? So just like wait it out a little bit. Just buy the green bananas and then just wait. I think patience is the key here. Also, there's always yellow bananas somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck Maybe there's even one at a supermarket that's closer to your to your neighborhood. Just get on your Google, bitch. Mm-hmm. When you purposely get out five subway stops early to get your favorite sushi hand rolls, and they tell you they have to close early because they have substandard seaweed wrappers. Hashtag first world problem. This is New York. There's another sushi place probably around the corner. And they're yeah. just looking out for your health, baby. Okay. Yeah. They, they just don't, they want you to eat a good su- a seaweed wrapper. Yeah. What, what do you want? Sushi ruined for you? <laughs> 
When you get sick? Yeah. No. You, you don't want you, you want superior seaweed. Right. It's actually a blessing. <laughs> as a child, as a child, in quotes, you are grounded. As an adult, in quotes, your package will be delivered between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Hashtag first world problems. Um, this actually is a really, really good thing because you get to tell work that there's something emergency happening and you get to either work from home that uh-huh. day or just not do it at all. Like, so I'm not going to tell you what to do in your house. So you call up and you say, hey, work, some, there's something emergency happening? There's something emergency happening <laughs> and you, so what? You bite the bullet and you, you deal with and it. And also, yeah. this is an amazing opportunity to develop a relationship with the delivery person, like depending on where they come with. If they come early in the morning, you say thank you for coming early. If they come later in the, in, the, in the evening, you say, oh my God, I waited for you all day. This is such a fun interaction. Yeah, this is very much like a snow day situation. And when I love it, and you can like watch the voice or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Catch up. There's five ha- episodes. You have all presented some fabulous solutions. Wow. Let me, let me tell you the points. Can I quibble that oh that was God. a fabulous solution? My, a relationship with my delivery guy is not what I want. I yeah, mean, absolutely. No? You no, haven't even no. met your delivery you, guy, Tom. You have no, not. That has Christmas tip written all over it. Not happening. Oh. Um, and oh. what's wrong with the Christmas tip? And what's yeah. wrong with the curmudgeon? Curmudgeon. I say curmudgeon. You know what? There's no point in tallying up the points. I feel like I am with my four new best friends. I'm going to split it evenly. 500,000 points apiece. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. And 12 wow. points for each. You guys, it's a tie. Everybody wins. Everybody's the best. I'm really happy. International about that. success. Yes. <laughs> we're reaching across the ocean and extending a hand of friendship. Uh, so now we're going to wrap up. Uh, if there's something you want to plug, lay it on me. And then uh, to offset the ego karma, something someone else did that you want to bring the attention of the world to. Mm. We'll start to my right. Mm. Fantastic. Uh, I just started a podcast with uh, another uh, wonderful comedian called Joe Zimmerman. Yeah. And it's called A Great Listening Experience. We were one episode in, so I'd love you to subscribe to that if you're into funny podcasts, which I already know you are because you listen to this show. You're here. And something that a friend of mine has done, my friend Jonathan just directed uh, the second block of a show called Trust about the Getty family, which is coming up to end. Oh, I I read that Yeah, it looks looks really good. Uh, So you should all go and watch Trust on FX because it looks great. Okay. Um, I believe Mary Louise Parker is in that. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I have some stories about Just Mary Louise Parker. Like, okay. Off mic. Oh, I've heard wait. about her. Uh, I've heard about the, her. The story is she's super talented and nice. Yes. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. Uh, all right, Michelle. Same. I am going to be doing a month long um, one woman show in Edinburgh for the whole of August called uh, The Spice Girls Lied to Us. So please uh, come <laughs> and check it out. And also, last night, my other thing that I want to say is that last night, a black British comedian, um, female called Tanya Moore, won Funny Women Award, which is like such a big deal because there's only about five black comedians, female comedians in the UK that do the mainstream. So the fact that she won, I'm just happy. I'm like overjoyed. And so just everyone go and check her out and follow her on Twitter and just, you know, give us some love because she's really been busting her ass for years and she just won funny women. So mm. yes, Hell yeah. quite happy about that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Awesome. Matt Rogers. Well, um, definitely you guys uh, check out Last Culturistas, which is Bowen and I's podcast. It's like a pop culture comedy, like very fun podcast. We have like um, great New York comedians on. Sometimes we'll go out to LA and interview some people out there. You just we, had Tyler Coates on? We just had Tyler, Tyler Coates, Coates on. We've had amazing people. John Early, Phoebe Robinson. Um, you know, we just had Margaret Cho on the show, um, Janine Garofalo. So we're we're really excited about it, and um, 
you know, you can check us out. We do a little segment called I Don't Think So Honey, which is one minute to rail against something in pop culture. And we're actually going to be out at Clusterfest um, in San Francisco uh, the first weekend in June. And we're going to be doing a show there. So come out and support. Um, and then in terms of someone else's gig... Um, one of my favorite shows in New York happens every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at Club Cumming, which is Alan Cumming's bar. Uh-huh. Uh, it used to be Eastern Block. It's in the Lower East Side. Um, my friends, Catherine Cohen, uh, right? Eastern I love that you're like, it yeah. used to be Eastern Block. We're all like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, my incredibly talented friend, Catherine Cohen, and musical genius Henry Kapersky accompanies her on piano. She's an unbelievable comedian and you can see her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at a club coming. She does like, she hosts like a show with incredible performers and it's just very cool that you're able to see someone who's gonna blow up and be huge every week. So do that while you still can. And that's can. when? Catherine Cohen and Henry Kapersky do Cabernet Cabaret is the name of the show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at club coming. Uh, Bowen Yang. <laughs> Uh, same plugs, uh, Lost Culturistas. We'll be at Clusterfest in San Francisco in June. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, something someone else has done. We have a great friend named Pat Regan. He um, has been doing his half hours uh, set uh, at various places around town. He's a national treasure, or he will be. Um, just a wonderful, wonderful guy. So check out his stuff. He's he's the best. His show is called Unsuccessful and Loving It. Unsuccessful by choice. Unsuccessful by choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he he's, is loving it. He's too. priding himself. On, he's priding himself on being the first white gay male to not be successful. That's what he says. Yeah. he's incredible. He's amazing. Incredible. The Great. Best. And where, where is he? He's um he's all over. Oh, he just has just the most chaotic social media presence. But, At P O Regan. Okay. Just, just find him. You'll you'll, you'll find so him. so good. You'll find him. You'll find well, him. The uh, the International Waters Pod uh, uh, Twitter account will. Follow us, too. Follow us, too. Follow everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm Dave Holmes. Uh, my book, Party of One, is available in uh, in paperback now with bonus material. I would like to bring the world's attention to this weird Instagram account um, called Probably Witch. <laughs> Do you know about Probably Witch? <laughs> it is. It's, I have no idea who's doing it. It's. It seems like it just started, but it's this weird, it's this witch puppet with, like, like charcoal eyes and and it's it just she does like acapella things. <laughs> oh my she God. Just, uh, and it's the weirdest thing. And it's uh, it's like atonal music that is stuck in my head. And it's I I love it. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And I probably it's not the witch. weirdest thing I've ever seen, but it's very strange. All right, Bo and Yang, Matt Rogers, Tom Cowell, Michelle Disswert. Yeah, I got a nod. <laughs> Thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. Folks, you've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Bowen Yang, Matt Rogers, Tom Cowell, and Michelle DeSwert. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks, Ladytron, for letting us use it. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a five-star review. I open that up to, to everyone here if you if you feel like doing it on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out to new listeners, and it really does make you feel good inside. Uh, the show was recorded at Argo Studios in New York. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Julian Burrell. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.